Connecting life and faith. This is Connections. Passion has always been not about the people, but about Jesus. And so that's what I love is that our our prayer is always, God, I don't want people to walk away with my name or with Christian or Brett or Louie or Shelly or whoever is there um, who would be invited to the room, but we want them to have an encounter with you. And so I think that's, I think we watch God honor that. And I think um, I think that's why we're still doing what we're doing. The Passion Movement has been around since 1995, and today we're joined by Melody Malone. She's part of Passion Music. Today on Connections, she's going to share with us how she became involved with Passion Music. She'll also talk with us about their latest project, Burn Bright. Our guest today is Melody Malone. She is part of Passion Music. For those who don't know, tell us a little bit about passion, the movement, and the music. Yes. So passion actually had their first gathering in 1997, which we've been asking the question a lot, who was actually born in 1997? (laughs) (laughs) Because it feels like so many people in our world were not born in 97. Um, But yes, it was a movement started by Pastor Louis and Shelley Giglio, and um, the Lord just gave uh, Pastor Louis, a vision of a generation of students, 18 to 25 year olds, who were living for what matters most for the name and the fame of Jesus. And so from 97, they kind of started um, gathering those students together, whether it was in fields or, you know, just random places wherever they could gather, they started gathering students who really just wanted to seek one thing, and that was the presence of God. And and to understand that their lives matter for, you know, it, it's bigger than just our individual story, but that we are put into the story of God. Um, and so ever since, ever since then, we've been gathering together. Um, and out of that, out of those gatherings, music came and music happened. And um, from, you know, people like Chris Tomlin and Christy Knuckles, Matt Redman, uh, Charlie Paul. Um, and it really was, the music was birthed out of what God was doing in those gatherings. And I don't think they ever set out to start a record label or, you know, worship music wasn't an industry at the time. Um, it was literally just what was birthed out of what God was doing at those events. And so now there's Passion City Church in Atlanta, which I'm also a part of. Um, and we still gather every January, usually, um, 18 to 25 year olds, um, and talk about and help, you know, at that age, understand why we're here, who you are, what your purpose is on earth. And you get to be a part of that. You've got a very cool story of how you became involved. Tell us a little bit about that. Yes. So I moved, so we're in Atlanta, Georgia is where we're based out of. Um, now, and I moved here in 2009 to take a job. Um, and when I was here, I was looking for a church to become a part of. Uh, I, you know, visited a lot of places, but Passion City Church had just started. And I went and I could immediately tell that something was going on in this place. And I was like, God is doing something here. I can like, these people are alive and excited about what God is doing. So I got plugged in. I was like, this is my church. These are my people. I started serving. Uh, We call our volunteers door holders, which is really, uh, (laughs) I love that term uh, because it's like, we have seen what God has done and we want to hold the door for somebody else to come in and see and experience. God. Um, so I became a door holder, served in our student ministry for a really uh, long time, became a part of our worship team. 
And, and I just really watched God open door after door. Um, and eventually I became a part of passion music and get to be a part of our touring entity and the conference side of things. And so it really just was a place of like, this is where I want to serve and then just allow God to do all of the rest. How amazing is that experience to be the person originally in the crowd and being like, you know, I'm feeling really called to being that person on stage now impacting all these lives. It, I don't under, I still don't get it. And I still don't understand why <laughs> I will say that much. I'm like, I don't, I don't need to, I don't deserve to be standing here. I don't need to be standing here. I feel inadequate to be standing here, but I know that I'm called to be here. Um, and so it really is. I just look at God. I'm like, I don't know why you chose me, but I want to be faithful to steward what you have put in my hand and what you've placed in my hands. Um, and I just, I love our people so much. I, our people are the best and, um, it's why we do what we do. And so it's fun just to have been a part and then still, I mean, we're all still in it together, you know? And so it's not, um, us and them is all of us together. So it's, it's pretty amazing. And passion music draws a large crowd. It's not just some simple little crowd. You guys always bring in a large crowd. What does that feel like to be up on that stage and just to see all those people worshiping God in front of you and with you? I mean, I mean, I will always say it's the best view. Like we really get the best view in the room um, because you just, it's crazy because you realize you have zero to do with it. You realize that um, God is the one that draws people. The Holy Spirit is the one that um, brings people to life and breathes life into people. And you just get to stand there and watch him do it. And you just get to say, I don't, I don't understand it, but Jesus, you are worthy of all of our praise. And it, it just, you know, passion has always been not about the people, but about Jesus. And so that's what I love is that our our prayer is always, God, I don't want people to walk away with my name or with Christian or Brett or Louie or Shelly or whoever is there um, who would be invited to the room, but we want them to have an encounter with you. And so I think that's, I think we watch God honor that. And I think, um, I think that's why we're still doing what we're doing. That feeling, it it can be overwhelming just from the, you know, singing in the little band at church, the emotions (laughs) that you can feel in that worship and being part of the worship, being part of the music can be so overwhelming. Have you ever had an experience where you've just been like, Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I think it's one of those things where every time you, you step on that stage, you reorder and you want to make sure that it's not about the music or it's not about, um, you don't want to get lost in the song. You don't want to get lost in the moment. You want to get lost in Jesus. Mm. And so every time it's just asking God to, um, first and foremost, make himself present to you as a leader and give your, um, your heart to him and say, Jesus, this is for you and for you only. And so it, it, and there, gosh, there's so many times where you do, you just get caught up in the moment or, uh, the music or whatever is like happening. Um, and you pray for grace and you pray for, from God for those moments, but you also just, it's all about Jesus and seeing him as beautiful and worshiping him and then leading other people to see him in those moments. Now, Passion, you guys released a new five-song project at the beginning of the year called Burn Bright. Tell us a little bit about that. 
Yeah. Um, so every, um, every year we, you know, we have passion conferences and we're usually wanting to release some kind of new music, um, as we go into conference. And so this year the project was uh, burn bright and, uh, it's a collection of just our people and songs that God has laid on our hearts and, and just, uh, passion never really has like a theme. Um, but I will say that from the beginning part of, uh, of the passion movement has always been this desire to see students um, go out from that place. It's, it's, we see God, we are transformed and then we go out and we want to tell others. And um, there's a song on this album called shine like stars. And it, that's really what it is. It's said, it's just says my eyes have seen the King of glory and I'll never be the same. And now here I am, send me Isaiah's prayer in Isaiah six, when he is in the throne room of God. And, and so that's really, it's cool to see how those those songs have come together and how that song in particular just echoes the heartbeat of the movement in general it's like like all of these you know 50 we were at mercedes-benz stadium in atlanta and 55,000 college students are there and just the prayer god we have seen you so here we are we surrender our lives to you and so um yeah so there's there's five songs and there's some great christian stanfield chitima brett myself um we just we we come to god and we say god what do you want want to put in the hearts of your people and how can we put words in the hearts of your people um that give you praise that give you honor and give you glory and so that's that's hopefully what happened with this project i want to know a little bit more about the one that you're featured on uh, yes. track number one new thing tell us about that yeah uh this is a really special song for me especially coming out of um the last couple years that we've had and um I think, you know, there's the path there. This is another song that came from the passage in Isaiah 40, 43, chapters 43 and 44. And, and the Israelites are just in a place where they look around and everything around them just seems like a desert and it seems barren and it seems like a wilderness. And they're just questioning the faithfulness of God, I think in some ways. And they're questioning like, will we ever you know, we're so thirsty and we, we need God. And when we ever see him do anything and, um, and God says, yes, behold, I am doing a new thing. I am making a way in the wilderness and I am bring, making streams in the desert. And that prophecy is talking about Jesus ultimately. Um, but for generations, we've seen God do new thing after new thing. And we've, he's, you know, he says, come to me, all you are thirsty and drink it. And he is living water. And so for me, this is just a song that I needed to write to believe again, that that I am going to see God do something new in this generation and not just this generation, but in my life. Um, and that all I have to do is seek him just to seek his presence. And he is the one that's going to do something new and that, and that he's not finished yet, um, that he is faithful to complete the work that he began in us. And so, um, yeah, it's just, it's a song of like, I need to, I need to hold on to this promise um, that God has given us. And I need to believe that there is goodness that I'm going to see and that he's going to, he's going to finish the work that he began in me. So important in these times right now where people are so divided and there's so much animosity and it's just a different world that we're living in. Have you seen, you mentioned it a little bit, but has, has what's happened over the past two years impacted the passion movement at all? And if so, is it good or bad? Because it can go (laughs) both ways, really. (laughs) It really can. I really can. I think, um, I think we've seen, 
you know, we, there was a, a time period where the church couldn't gather in person. Um, and that was really hard for us. I think we realized the, um, importance and the way we were created that we were created for community and we were created to be in person with each other and how that builds up our faith. Um, and so I think as a church, we realized this, it just helped focus on it focus on like, okay, we we realize what we do is really important. The church has a purpose and a reason. Um, And there's a reason that God created and designed the church. Um, And so I think it helped us refocus and realize the importance of, of what we do. Um, And I think, uh, you know, it helped, you know, for me personally, I realized that my worship doesn't have to be contained to a church building Mm -hmm. or to, at times when I am in front of people that worship leaders lead worship wherever you are in your homes, by yourself, you're, you're, you know, we were made to worship God. And so I think it, it really did help us in a lot of ways come back to why we were created and to really understand, okay, we don't need, like a lot of this is, is, uh, superfluous. We don't need a lot of this, but let's get back to the heart of why we do what we do. And that's to love God and to love people. And we can, we can do that, um, without a lot of the things that I think we, we put in place. And so I think really, and truly it has been a a refining season for us. Um, and God really just doing a lot of work in our hearts personally, that I think we're going to see, um, the results of as a church and as a movement that I'm really excited about. What has been the most memorable or most impactful moment for you in your time with the passion? Oh goodness. That's such a hard question. (laughs) There have been so many, man, so many amazing times um, and experiences that we've just gotten to, to see God together. Um, We were able, I don't know why this is the first thing that came to my mind, but um, you know, we were able to do a tour with Christine Kane a few years ago and, uh, our Shelly, uh, calls Christine, Christine hurricane. Um, <laughs> cause she is just a force and we love Christine so much, but we were able to do a tour with her and just do these nights of ministry with people. And that tour really just Christine would pray every night and, and, and there were specific people that she would feel called to pray for. Um, she gave away like a washing machine on that tour one night. She was like, I feel like God is saying that somebody needs a washing machine. And there was one person in the crowd that was like, my washing machine went out this morning. I need a washing machine. One, she gave away like tires one time, but it was just, it was incredible to watch um, and see how specifically God cares for people and sees us individually. And I think those nights just increase my faith and my belief and my love for who God is and that he's a God who sees us. Um, and it reminded me of the, the there's a passage in Genesis um, where um, the Lord, you know, Abraham uh, the Lord had promised him that he would have a son, but Sarah hadn't gotten pregnant yet. So Hagar, all of that whole story. And then Sarah treats Hagar horribly. So she leaves and there's just this passage. And it says like the angel of the Lord finds Hagar in the wilderness. And she says, he's the God who sees, he has seen me. Therefore I, then I saw him. And I just, I think that time in our, um, 
in our movement and in our band and in what we were doing and what God was showing us, it just reminded me that God sees, and then I see him. And that, that just really encouraged me and realized that it doesn't have anything to do with me, that like salvation is all from God, that it is a gift. Um, his love is a gift. You know, we love because he first loved us. And so I think that has to be one of my, one of my favorite moments or, or times, time periods in what we've been able to do. What a great reminder for all of us that are kind of at that point where you're thinking, well, what the heck, where are you, God, right? Yes. <laughs> uh, this 18 to 25-year-old crowd, typically when we hear of that age, mm-hmm. um, nowadays people are like, mm, they don't want anything to do with the church. Church doesn't exist, but uh, passion and passion music, you guys are definitely proving that that is not the case. <laughs> it is. I mean, it's crazy. We were just in Mercedes-Benz Stadium with 55,000 college students. Um, and there, but there were, it's crazy. I feel like there were somewhere around 1400 uh, universities represented. Um, and the crazy thing is there were so many of those that just had one college student there from their university. And so I do think that it's easy for them to believe they're the only one because there are still, you know, so many campuses where they are. Um, and so that's one of the, the exciting things. And one of the things that I feel like about coming to a conference like that, um, that really just helps you realize you're not the only one that there are other people your age that believe in Jesus, that are pursuing him, that are going after him. Um, and it is encouraging. It it really does make you think, okay, like don't count this generation out. God is doing something. God is moving. Um, and, it's, it's really one of my favorite things is just being, being able to see all of the different universities represented and for, to know that they are getting encouraged and they were realizing I'm not alone in this. Now you've got the new project, anything else coming up for you guys in the near future? Um, we're planted at church right now. And just, um, we, we opened a new location a little while ago in Atlanta. So we have three Atlanta locations and we're, um, really just looking to help build our local team these days, our worship team and, um, really just seeing what God's doing here. And, uh, yeah, we'll see whatever's next on the horizon. Who knows? Thank you so much for making time for us this morning. We appreciate it. Thank you so much, Colleen. It was really a pleasure talking with you. If you want to learn more about Passion Music, you can visit their website, passionmusic.com. Thank you so much for joining us and for listening today. Remember, if you want to listen to this full conversation or to any of the other conversations that we've had here on Connections, you can do that by checking out our podcast, Connections with Mike, Tom, and Colleen Hood. You can find that at podcastville.ca or wherever else you get your favorite podcast from. Don't forget to subscribe and to leave a review while you're there. We'll talk to you again on Connections.